Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul Podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe. And consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today with us, we have Akash Guy. He is a spiritual coach and a self-aware author. Akash also has a career in chartered accountancy, where he specializes in financial investments. And he's joining us from the UK to share with us his journey of discovering his inner guru and his study in the Course of Miracles. Akash is also the author of the book, Introducing You to Your Own Perfection, a guide to walking the path to peace with our inner guru. And I can't wait to hear about Akash's book, which he says was unexpected, which I can't wait to hear the story behind it. So please welcome Akash Guy. Akash, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you being here. No, thanks for having me. But I really, really appreciate you having me on your show. I also saw that you had Neil Donald Walsh. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Can you get any bigger than that? I mean, Neil Donald Walsh, you know, he is an absolute legend, isn't he? Very special. Yeah. I feel so blessed. I mean, I get to be student you know, to amazing teachers around the world and have mm. amazing conversations with people like you. How, how long have you been doing this for them? So four years. And you've done so many episodes, haven't you? <laughs> you know, I just, it's amazing because it's like I'm a student constantly learning and expanding my consciousness. Yeah. yeah. We're really happy on behalf of everyone that you do this for all of us. We really appreciate you. Yeah, so I definitely do as well, because our specific field is quite specific, isn't it? You know, it's not really pushed out there in the world on, you know, the Sky News or Fox News or BBC. It's not really out there like that. And so um, you providing this for us is just incredible. We, We all will appreciate this for sure. Well, thank you very much. And I can't wait to hear about your book and who you are and where you're at physically and also maybe just give us a little background about how you came into this. Yeah, sure. So firstly, thank you for having me on your show. I really, really appreciate it. My journey, it's come from a very ego-centered person for about 30 years, really focused on individuality, really focused on being this person, the ego self-personality. And really believing that is who I am, you know. And then them 30 years at the start were actually very painful. There was a lot of suffering in um, in so many different ways. You know, you suffer in the careers, you suffer in your relationships, you suffer with body symptoms. You know, so many things happening because you've closed off from everything else. A trigger for me was when I lost my dad when I was 30. Because I just looked at him and looked at me and thought, you know, I don't know anything about what I am. You know, I don't know anything about death and what life is about, what the journey is, you know, what's the purpose. And it was actually um, that that triggered me in to this self-realization journey. I've got to say, it's been absolutely 
incredible from where I was to where I am now. And so I firstly got connected to a guru, and the guru is not a person, it's an essence of a guru. His name is, is Guruji. So my character, Akash, my personal self is, is a Hindu. And so he affiliates with, you know, Hinduism and, and Guruji is the avatar or the reincarnation of Lord Shiva. And I mean, he, his body passed away. He, he left his body, shall we say, in 2007. And I connected to him in 2016 um, as an essence. And, and I've, I've, since then, I've just, since losing my own dad, there's that fatherly figure there that you can just surrender to. And then it's, it's kind of a life of surrender where you give everything over, all the ideas of what you think that you are, where to go, what to do, who to be with. And it's that surrendered life that you give over. Uh, to that and you know, it doesn't have to be good Guruji you can choose whoever you want you know everyone has different symbols that they can use for some it's Jesus Jesus as well it's something that I use because um, I was guided to study a course in miracles so a course in miracles is a universal spiritual practice and it's dictated to us by Jesus Christ and uh, you know so you learn to love Jesus as well as a symbol that represents the non-ego part of you the the holy mind you could say and so you know Everyone has their own um, symbol that they use, but effectively what they all are is they're, they're the, the holy mind that is eternal, you know, the Holy Spirit, and it has so many different names, you know. Um, and my life now is, is really surrendered, you know, it's surrendered. It's been about eight years where I've been living a life of holy forgiveness. Every pain point in my life, I go inwards and I go into unification um, and I follow the method of forgiveness through every pain point in my life and that method of forgiveness is just completely covers you in joy love and peace because you know you eventually get to a point where you're just serving you know there's nothing to do here except serve because the the identity is just handed over you know the the whole of the body mind so mine mine's called akash you know everything to do with akash is handed over to that higher self again you use the symbol that you like and you know every morning I, I touch the feet of Jesus and Guruji I say what would you have me do what would you have me go what do you have me say I choose you and I choose nothing else and it directs your life you know it's a very peaceful peaceful life where you are healing your inner mind at every external pain point you are uniting with the other you know where there seems to be differences externally between all of us it's the great illusion of relativity you know, that tells us that we're all different when actually you know we are all the same you know I guess that's the journey so far but there's a lot involved in that <laughs> right so I share the same experience I mean my dad passed away seven years ago okay. and that changed me too and I often say that he gave birth to me twice once that's in it. life and once in his death yeah. you know it's interesting too I've been told before that if you don't have a mother present for you in your life you can look for on the other side like mother mary or mother Teresa. so mm -hmm. i like that idea as you mentioned also seeing your guru yeah and you know i actually really um funny because one of the songs that I love by Sean Johnson and the Wild Lotus Band, we were just talking about Sean oh, yeah. Johnson. This one song he sings, Finding the Inner Guru. 
Oh, yes. That is, that's what I've got on the cover of my book. I know. It? And so <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I thought about Sean this morning. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. What a coincidence um, by the exactly. unified field. It sounds really good. Yeah. And he's on Spotify, isn't it? So I'll listen to that. Is he on yeah. Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. I'll listen to yeah. it after this, definitely. Yeah, you'll like it. <laughs> yeah. The synchronicities that begin to add up when you pay attention yeah, is truly amazing. And are a big part of what have led me. When you said there's a lot in between, right? Of, <laughs> of all the things you just said, I'm, I'm sure there was many signs and synchronicities that was leading you along the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried to put most of it in the book, but you know, there's there's only so much you could write about, you know. And I think what's really interesting is there's actually so many different methods that the world actually offers in order to go into self-realization. You know, so uh, quite typically, there's the the three yogas from the Bhagavad Gita. You know, so you've got the Karma Yoga, you've got the Bhakti Yoga, and you've got Janana Yoga. Um, you also have um, Raja Yoga, and these all have different forms as well within them. So, uh, for example, Janana Yoga is is the search for who am I, but it's done in a way of only Brahman is the true reality, and the other reality is illusion through relativity. And that works if if you kind of have that Hindu mindset. But actually, it's so strange for me, right? Because Akash is a Hindu, but I didn't follow that Advaita Vedanta kind of route in Janana Yoga. I actually followed the westernized version of that. And the westernized version of that is A Course in Miracles, where, you know, only the child of God reality, God's reality, is the real reality. And the other one is the dream, you know. And it was so so different because I'm I'm that Hindu Indian, you know, and I didn't take that that Hindu. I didn't do any of the yogas, you know. I didn't do any of that. I, I did the Westernized version because it just worked for me. It's so it's so different, uh, you know. I, I wasn't really into Jesus, but my life brought Jesus into it when I was younger. So my mum, she's Indian, she insisted on her children going to a Christian school. Really? Yeah, she, yeah so she, so she said, look, you, you were in the UK, so it's a, it's a Christian country, you must go, my kids must go. So that's when I was, you know, 12 years old, and I, and I, I Jesus was a very much a part of my life, you know. And so when I studied The Course of Miracles in my 30s, it was just like having a big brother with me, you know, walking me through it, teaching me what I am again, you know, it's giving me the memory of what I am again, and it kind of gives you that whole realization that it's, it's all like a, a beautiful script you know, that is just flowing through and you've got nothing to worry about ever and everything is is um is falling into place you know just the way it's supposed to and and all the suffering when I was younger well that, that was incredible as well because that's what drove me to the end of suffering right if I didn't suffer then I wouldn't want to to end it yeah. And and so you know and so now you're, I'm in a place where there's, there's not really suffering, right? Because you know everything's coming from you, everything, you know, and you just move into the holy forgiveness, the releasing of what you see through your perception, and you uh, heal your mind. And what happens with perception is the higher self it heals your mind and it gives you um, it, it clears your distorted perception that you see in pain, and it gives you loving perception 
and it replaces it with that because that is what true vision is it's love it's unification it's being with everything you know and not being away from everything and so it's such a beautiful journey and I remember you were talking before about karma yoga wasn't you wasn't it was it bhakti yoga I think you said that Mm -hmm. um you were talking about bhakti yoga wasn't you um which is also another beautiful way uh to to realize the self isn't it you know it's interesting too if you look at underneath the christian umbrella all the different churches you know you have like some churches that are i mean wow the music they are putting out is like a concert yeah. when i grew up catholic so going to one of those churches i was like wow so as a child like experiencing the different churches would say i think this is because we're all so different like what's good for you is good for you in the way that you are and you know, in my journey now, I actually had to grieve my religion to truly find who Jesus was to me, like my Jesus, you know, when you say my guru and, you know, I was mad and bitter for a long time Mm. because when I began to awaken to my true sense of soul, that I was more than a body, you know, that I was an energetic being within this body I was multidimensional and I didn't agree with the separation and the discrimination that I was sensing within my religion. Mm. And also I have found a new Jesus in some of the ancient scriptures, you know, like the Gnostic gospels, of course, you know, and I see Jesus as like a Buddha as did like one of the first books I read early on, TikTok Han had wrote Living Buddha, Living Christ. And same thing. I mean, it's like Mm. everything you were just saying when you were talking about the different kinds of yoga and different ways to bring you inward. And I thought it's just different language, but a lot of it still leads you to the same thing different branches to the same tree trunk isn't it yeah isn't it yeah I just got the picture of an image of a tree yeah it's different branches to that tree trunk it's funny how we all have different ways to that as well isn't it so the janana yoga the one that I did is known to be difficult because it's extremely intellectual they say do you almost mean like a study so yes um I would say yes so it goes into the depths of the mind I love that. It, it goes into like perception. Advaita Vedanta does talk about the body and the different layers. Mm-hmm. You know, it talks about the physical body, then talks about the astral body. Then it talks yeah. about the, the causal body. It also goes into the five koshas and the five different layers of the body. So it goes in, it's a lot of, like, you know, it's intellectually remembering what you are, you know. Uh, and of course, in miracles as well, it's, there's a lot of text. It's a lot of material. Some people say it's a very Gnostic text. It was beautiful, but it's not, it's not serene per se. You know, it's not oh. like, like, it's not a beautiful poem. It's, it's, an, it's, it's honest. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very honest with you. You know, yeah. it's a bit like a yeah. bulldozer. It goes into your ego and says, this is what you think you are. It's just, yeah, it's a course. It's a course, it's yeah. a course, right? True. It's a course. Uh, it takes your time. It takes dedication to do that. I tried it. And then I bought, I got the one for the dummies. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes, it's so good, actually. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's actually called. No, it's called The Course Done Easy. Course done Easy. Done okay. Easy. Yeah, it's yeah. a great version of it. Yeah. A, a book I would recommend is Gary Renard's The Disappearance of the Universe. 
absolutely incredible book and most people actually go to that and learn with side by side with that and the course which is you know such an easy way he puts it in such a beautiful way it's so yeah easy to understand it all I think so it is a self-study right? yeah so it's definitely not a religion at the time I actually didn't tell anyone I didn't even tell my wife I knew that something had come to me which mm. was which is going to transform me um and I didn't want anyone to kind of put me off it you know I wanted to do this because I knew it was best for me and so I did it I did it I learned it in very different circumstances I couldn't believe how how it was so I surrendered to Guruji and Jesus uh-huh. and um they I mean I got the course the course is made up of three different elements you've got the text you've got the 365 workbook lessons and you've got the manual for teachers and so I actually was starting a new job Guruji gave me a job which was uh, which had a gentler surroundings because the first job was was very stressful without when I had lived a life without him it was a very stressful fast-paced job so I requested something that would be a bit more gentler and he put me into a, a gentler environment and that new job was 45 minutes on the train and so what I was told by Jesus and himself was, we're going to do the workbook lessons on the train. Right? I said, oh my goodness, really? So how? Because my life was so fast paced. Right? It's that London life, as we all know, the city life. You know, it's so fast paced. You know, we're not, I'm not particularly a nun or a monk or that, that life. The lifestyle is a household life. Right? I've got kids as well. So it's a very different life. Um, and so, you know, I learned, uh, I would go through the workbook lesson on the train and when I went to the new environment, the work, it would orchestrate the people around me in order to drum in the lesson that I've learned in the morning. And I mean, I can give you an example. Uh, workbook lesson 34, I can see peace instead of this. So I remember reading it uh-huh. and I remember coming into work and I came into a meeting, which was just everyone blaming me right so I'm in finance and everyone's blaming me oh gosh these numbers why did you give them to that person we haven't completed them here the commentary's not finished all this sort of stuff right in finance and um all attacks was on me and I remember what I went through in the morning right I can see peace instead of this and so I move into the um holy forgiveness straight away and I start forgiving the people and releasing the people in front of me releasing myself for Mm -hmm. creating this situation hiding the pain outside of me right so the pain actually is appearing as this trivial problem in finance really the heart of the problem is the belief that I'm separate from my source as a hidden it's in chapter three of my book that the secret dream right from a course of miracles and so you forgive and you release it in your mind I did it pretty fast and that is performing the miracle that's why it's a course of miracles so that is performing the miracle really I'm being taught by the inner guru right how to do how to do this what what we're doing here right and you do this for like a couple of years right I mean it's dedication but it's beautiful because every day was like an adventure. It's like, oh, what's, what are you going to do today? You know, um, and sometimes it was challenging, right? And it's challenging, but you're given the tools. You're given the tools in order to use them. And, to use, and you're also given the circumstances in order to use them. It's both going on. And actually what you're doing is you are releasing the pain in your mind, right? Um, you're, you're not doing it. You're giving what you see to the higher self who does the releasing for you. Right? Yeah. but you have to give it to it 
-hmm. you have to give it the uh, I guess the permission to do it through free will right so you you have to express the love so so it's it's you know so it's your innocent holding spirit all is forgiven all is released I'm innocent holding spirit all is forgiven all is released the separation from God never happened and we're both in perfect oneness with our creator eternally and basically what you're saying is this what I see in front of me is a lie it's, it's not true you have differences and I have differences here it looks like it but in truth we are in eternity and when we're in eternity there are no differences you and me are the same that's the truth right yeah. so you are rejecting this situation to be real you are saying this is false right that's all you're saying you're not saying it's evil you're not saying it's bad you're not saying it's sinful you're just saying it's a lie Hey listeners, did you know that Sense of Soul has a network of lightworkers affiliates program? Now you get to work with one of our inspiring guests, and I'd like to introduce you to one of our affiliates. Hey listeners, this is Jennifer from The Soul Experience and host of the podcast, The Soul Traveler. I'm here to tell you about the most profound method of inner work that somebody can do while on a spiritual path. It's called quantum healing hypnosis. In a single session, you will revisit your past lives. Your subconscious will come forward to scan your body, looking for blocked emotions and health concerns. And then your higher self will answer the most important life questions you have. Your session is audio recorded, so you can play back all of the advice from your higher self. And you know you can trust the advice because it's coming from that part of you that is connected to source. So if you're ready to take the next step on your spiritual journey, then visit me online at thesoulexperiences.com and be sure to mention that Shanna from Sense of Soul referred to you. You can also go to mysenseofsoul.com and in the menu, look for the network of lightworkers. Now back to our amazing guest. Right, And that's where the peace comes because you're not saying, oh, this person's doing it to me. You know it's coming from you because you okay. know the depths of your mind, you know? And, and so actually I remember after forgiving that, it doesn't always give you observable effects, it says. But most of the time, in my experience, there have been um, observable effects afterwards. People were, come, two of them came, came to me afterwards. One of them actually apologized. I couldn't believe it, right? And the other one, um, they walked with me to get a co- I wanted to get a coffee in the morning. And they, he offered me to buy me, buy me a coffee, you know. I just thought, this is, this is so strange, you know. And it's because what you're doing is you are, you're doing a big, it's a, it's a, what you're doing is incredible because what you're doing is you're releasing them from their chains mm. that they put on themselves. You're releasing yourself from the chains that you've put on yourself, yeah. right. And you're, you're going back home. My spirituality has, has, different levels but this is the one so there's you know different levels some people like to manifest right so they love to manifest and they love to do all the all the things they want to do here right and in doing that that's that's wonderful if you want to do that that's absolutely fine but it's still a dream that you're manifesting in right? it's not a real manifestation right so yeah. what i'm doing here with the course of miracles is is this the end of dreams right mm-hmm. you're walking back home and awakening into the creator that that's what this journey leads back to you know it's, it's self-realization and so that's one of the examples yeah. i did I so many on on the train i just thought uh. it's all set up divinely for you to receive and also like experience yeah that's what happened with me with the gnostic gospels oh wow yeah as i was reading them everything in my physical life 
was starting to materialize to support what I was reading. Oh, you beautiful. Know? Yeah. And yeah. specifically in the Pistis Sophia, which is like one of the most hardest books they say of the Gnostic Gospels to grasp and understand. Okay. But yet I was receiving it through experiences yeah. to go along with what I was reading. So I had full understanding. So yeah. kind of like what you experienced that happened to me throughout that entire book. And I'm writing a book about it because it was so incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it was like, I can't even believe this, but it was happening, you know, in, in just divine ways as well. Like sometimes it was my dream or sometimes it was like the most random thing. I mean, sometimes mm. it was just connecting with the one person who had all these answers and she didn't even know she had the answers for me. You know what I mean? But everything she was saying. Exactly. It connects you exactly to Exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And actually one of them, uh, Bridget Finclair, she teaches the Course of Miracles and the Pista Sophia. <laughs> wow. Like, and also when you study these things, don't you, you think, am I going a little bit loopy? You know? Oh, absolutely. And so actually when I wrote this book, I said, look, I have to send it to Gary Renard. Like Gary Renard, obviously he's like... The one that wrote the book, The Disappearance. Yeah, so he's the one who wrote that, right? And um, he's basically an an important author, let's say, of A Course in Miracles. And I thought, I just have to send him a copy of this because I believe everything that I'm doing is right. I know it inside. I just wanted to, you know, speak and send it to someone who definitely knows it and is more experienced. I sent it to him and and he wrote, he endorsed it. He said it's a very important book. That felt wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it's just it just feels um, like surreal. And and you know what the most important thing is about this whole thing is is the trust. You don't know where this is going. I never knew where this was going. Even now, I don't know you know what what's going to happen. But but there's just trust that something is taking care of it all. You know, and that's the most important thing. And that higher self is just so loving. You know, it just takes care of you all the time. It's kind of like with my children. You know, like. She's my little daughter, she's three years old and my toddler's 18 months. And, you know, when we're crossing the road, they, you know, they look at me first of all, because they know that I know more than them and that I'm going to take care of them, Mm -hmm. right? They also know that there's a huge amount of trust there for their dad, right? And that's the way that I am with with the Holy Spirit, with Guruji, with Jesus. You know, I don't do anything without knowing that that's what that wants, right and in order to do that you create good habits right habits such as waking up in the morning touching their feet with surrender talking to them in the mind I give it all to you I just want you to know that I give it all to you habits such as reciting things in your mind gratitude gratitude is, is I'm pouring it out all throughout the day you know just thank you I'm so grateful that the creator created me and nothing else created me, you know, just so grateful for A Course in Miracles and for you know all of the other parts of me that, you know, that have contributed. I mean, Helen Shuckman wrote the book, but obviously she must have had an upbringing with parents, right? She would have had, uh, she's got, she's, she's on her journey. Everyone has slightly inputted into that in some way right their surroundings and you know yeah, everything yeah you know, yes everyone and it's, it's a thankfulness oh, to all of that so true. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, of course and of course miracles calls it the sonship 
son and daughter we don't really go into gender because what we are has no gender has no body but it calls it the sonship the sonship is all of us right we're all in this together right Mm -hmm. and we all contribute in so many different ways that we don't even realize you know no no even the person who made the pen that she wrote down has contributed you know it's something so small isn't it you know but everything has contributed to that we've all done that it's so beautiful when you realize that and we're all together on it (laughs) it's amazing what you're saying I love that you're bringing this up because it's what I've experienced and you're putting words to it I was living a life very surrendered very peaceful right right? just with my family life bringing up my children and you know um my my wife the home you know that's a normal life but I was off social media because it just um wasn't something I wanted to do but then I had to start it because we've got the book coming along and it was instructed that you have to communicate with others because people there's, there's people out there that are relying on your messages and also you will rely on them. It's, it's, it's the sonship. It's all working together, right? Mm-hmm. Don't close yourself off. Open yourself up, mm-hmm. right? So we went on to social media. We're on five different platforms. And yeah, we, and it's in the videos every couple of days um, of just whatever comes through right just send it out send out posts um unifying everyone you know that everything's going to be fine it sounds like you were an instrument and you really did truly surrender to the process that you yeah <laughs> well we can all and we can all do that you know yeah. we can all do that. it's really about how much you want to suffer mm-hmm. because and that's really to do with conditioning mental conditioning we have created a world where we have acceptance to loss and acceptance to loss is everywhere everywhere right so you know for example my character um it has certain qualities that it likes but it has rejected the rest right in order to be individual right so akash is a hindu but he's rejected the rest in order to be classified as a hindu right so then he's accepting loss why is he accepting loss because he's rejected the rest when really he's all of them, yeah. right? Another, another example, Akash is he's an accountant. He's chosen one qualification, right? Rejected the rest, right? And also when the others talk about what you've selected causes you pain, right? So basically a doctor can say, oh, accountants, it must be so boring. Do you see that there's pain there coming mm-hmm. at me? because I've selected being an accountant, right? And the same with, you know, Hinduism. If someone was to knock down a temple and build something of their own over it, right? Acceptance of pain, it comes to me. And so we accept it, don't we? But we don't release and forgive it. We don't forgive and release what we created as separation. Our own limitations. Yeah, Yeah, we 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 don't release it and forgive it. We just accept it. We say loss is okay. It's part of the world. Actually, actually, it's not. It's not really that way. You've made it like this. You can unify with everything, mm. right? It's a mindset. Yeah, you know, it's a mindset. You could, uh-huh. you cannot accept loss. You know, you can, you know. Um, I, I forgive and release everything, mm. right? Um, the other, uh, like, like a toast. If I wanted to eat toast and my wife's eating the last toast, if there's a subtle bit of pain there, I forgive <laughs> and release it. I do, I do because. This is acceptance of no pain and no suffering because what we are does not suffer. 
Mm. What we are does not suffer. It doesn't suffer. God did not create suffering. So if there is even a slight bit of pain, it's a forgive and release. It speeds up this journey. Mm. Um, because if you don't forgive and release it, it comes again in a different form in your life. We didn't come here with an ego. Look at your three-year-old. She doesn't, well, she might be starting to get her ego <laughs> a little bit. I'm telling you, I want this. No, I don't want that. <laughs> you know, you didn't come into this earth with this voice that tells you you're not good enough or that you're limited first few years of my youngest daughter I had lost like my my mama which I was very close with my dad and she watched me grieve so much and she had no understanding or experience of her own for herself other than this and all I had ever told her is that we were infinite just our physical body is not and but yet our energy is so she knew nothing different and what was really just amazing children are amazing it can be our greatest teachers she would remind me in my grief that he'll always be with you you know his energy doesn't die at like five she reminded me of this because my humanness and my ego was grieving so much of the loss and she didn't know anything different than what I had told her. It's so interesting. The narratives that we tell ourselves about loss and about the conditioned mind. Wonder if you were never told that you were separate from anything, you know? Yeah, you would be. Yeah. Your children may get that opportunity, right? (laughs) I mean, I've kids from different generations. My oldest, you know, I was not like that with them, but my youngest I was. And yeah. there's a difference, you know, in her wisdom. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. The education system doesn't really do that. It oh, teaches no. <laughs> us the, the opposite, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And sometimes teaching the opposite is good. Having gone through it myself, it's, oh, no, it can't be that, surely, you know? And so then you go inside yes. to see the truth, don't you? And the truth is that, no, we're not separate from anything, Um yeah, it's um, I mean, it does. It does make you wonder what the future will be like for people who are brought up knowing that they are they have that spark spark within. I'm sure they'll start. They're still going to have challenges. But, you know, what does the future look like if we were all awakened to this understanding that we are consciousness, not separated from each other? Yeah, no, I mean, that would be beautiful. It, I mean, I think it starts with yourself doing your inner work. Yeah. And once we do that, knowing perception, your perception shifts to unification, you know, um, and that inner work is so important, you know, because the, the ego mind, it loves to keep you looking outwards. Right? The ego mind has actually designed your body. Yeah. Right. So notice your eyes are looking outwards. Your nose, it smells from aromas from the outside. Mm-hmm. Your mouth, it brings objects from the outside in. Right. Your ears, they hear, they hear sounds from the outside. Skin is for outside sensation, right? It's all been designed by the ego to look out, right? We are not out there. We are inside. It's that inner work that we need to do. You know, it's an incredible journey. Your outside perception shifts into such a beautiful viewpoint mm. when you do your inner work. When you do your inner work, you just reflect that on the outside you know when, when you see problematic behavior on the outside you don't go through panic you don't go through anxiety you, do, you don't go through conflict 
because there's a level of understanding that comes through you. This has come from you. You have a perception problem. If you think there's pain, it's your perception. It's your, it's your way of looking at it, basically. And, and it's basically just a trigger to say, come on, come to me. Come to me. Let's, let's release this, right? And once you do this all the time, you've just it's such a peaceful life it's a it's a wonderful wonderful peaceful life and you shift through realities and dimensions yeah and your external surroundings are mm-hmm. changing to, to give you the light of what you are they reflect the light of what you are it's so be- it's so beautiful I really feel like I've connected you in a way that is so familiar to my experience of what I've just gone through as well yeah. And again, it's through different paths. And this is what's so beautiful, I think, and so yeah. divine. Actually, men and women, they have a, a balance of masculine, masculine and feminine energy, right? So mm-hmm. the males, you know, they actually, they have about 51% males energy, but then they have 49% of female energy. And it's the opposite with the females, right? And in society, it conditions us to swing that and believe otherwise right so like men are told to be more manly to dress a certain way to be a certain way right and so you you shift into that side and you forget and lose out from the beautiful feminine side you can see that with men you know I go to the gym I see it all the time you know they're not very in touch with it and opposite you also see that with with women as well they do that as well and so keeping that balance is really important you know um and that that balance and also appreciating both sides despite you having the organs of one you appreciate that the energy part of it you know the fact that you are both so we have the personal identity and being our personal identity um you know we affiliate with a personal god because we have a personal identity Right. And so if we want to use a woman as a God or a male as a God, or I've got a friend who's on Facebook who mm-hmm. actually um, surrenders his life to the, a mountain, oh, wow. mountain. Yeah. And he lives there. Oh. Right. And, 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 and that's yeah, his, actually. that's the non-ego part of him. Right. Yeah. And, and he just, he just lives there, resides there. And he's at one with that. Like you know, that's his inner guru, even. You right? can choose. You can choose. Everyone is, and everyone's allowed to be different because we've made ourselves different, mm-hmm. right? And so, what the Holy Spirit does is it uses what we made as different to unify us all and show us that we're not different. Yeah. You know, I always tell yeah. people when I have them on my Reiki table, you know, I said, there's no, you know, a specific religion. You want to call in Mickey Mouse? Call in Mickey Mouse for you. Yeah. <laughs> you want. Yeah. This is your yeah. journey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean on the surface though, I still I still don't reject the religions. You know, yeah. on the surface, mm. Akash yeah. is still a Hindu. You know, I don't although I know mm. that it's beyond religion. Yeah. There are things that would stand out if you didn't do certain things mm-hmm. you know it depends on how you want to live your life I guess right. you know like if I didn't celebrate Diwali it would be quite strange to be honest. <laughs> so you know there's the the earthly part of us that yeah. is very deeply rooted but, but mentally you know yeah. mentally right. you know, you know. that I'm not of here I'm right. not of here I'm not yeah. of here you know and, and that's what keeps everything at peace no Did I still celebrate Christmas? I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. Like, <laughs> I fully agree. And Easter. I love Easter. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. But, you know, I, I definitely have told my children the truth. Even, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving, yes. but I'm like, don't think that the Native Americans are thankful, honey. Mm. I mean, this is not the truth. <laughs> Just be real. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's something else that brings me back to Thich Nhat Hanh in that book. He said, you know, losing one's religion would be a travesty. A travesty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. notice the, the principles of religions, they all say that there is a God. Yeah. There right. is something. Right. So there is a commonality between them all in that sense. There is a God, there is a higher power. They all have different versions of it, don't they? So, um, mm-hmm. but spirituality unites it all, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The higher consciousness, once you just mm-hmm. connect with that, there's no. Yeah. it's a little bit like a river isn't it so you've got the Mm -hmm. river here a river here with all the religions and they flow into the ocean that it's the same water in all of them that is the enrichment of spirituality is in it's in all of them but it flows into that one ocean and that one ocean is this is the spirituality isn't it you know um and it depends how how you approach it i think you know and it's funny when i see other religions I, I don't look at them as separate anymore. I look at the, I look for, oh, this is, I, I, I recall this, you know, I see, I remember when you know truth, you see truth, you know, um, and you love it. You, you love them, even though they appear different, you still love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on to and sharing this. I find you have a lot of wisdom that you've discovered from your inner guru. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, lots of love to your family uh, mm. and to all the listeners as well. Can you um, tell everybody like where they can find your book? Yeah. So it's um, mm. it's introducing you to your own perfection and it can be found on Amazon. It can be find, um, found anywhere really that you can sell a book. And you could find me on social media as akashsky.awakening. And I'd love to connect with you all um, there yeah and just to receive you well thank you so much Akash it was so nice to meet you same with you have a a lovely day thanks for listening to Sense of Soul podcast and thanks to our special guests for joining me if you want more of Sense of Soul check out my website at www.mysenseofsoul.com where you can work with me one-on-one or help support Sense of Soul podcast by donating to my coffee fund Thanks for listening.